Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Hankook Dynapro AT2 Extreme. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Tuesday, May 24th. Stop me if you've heard this before. It was another bad night in the NBA playoffs. It's been a theme for like two weeks now. I mean, this was awful. Miami falls behind 18-1 to against Boston. Misses their first 14 shots, set an NBA playoff record. They were the first team in the last decade to go without a basket in the first seven minutes of, play- of a playoff game. They fall behind 26-4, to four, and that's a wrap. Celtics roll 102-82 in a snoozer, but fear not. We've still got a really good podcast for you. I've got a quick college football nugget I'm going to drop on you. You guys are going to love, and some of everybody's going to hate it except for Georgia and Alabama. Um... I've got a great guest for you today. His name, you probably know him if you're a Mavericks fan. Tonight could be the last stand for the Dallas Mavericks. Mike Fisher, a.k.a. Fish Sports. Kind of a big deal in Dallas. He's been doing DallasBasketball.com forever. He's connected with 103 The Fan. I think you're going to like his take on the Mavs going forward. 
I actually think he surprised me in his interest in a center, i.e. Aiton or Gobert, when I, you guys know I'm out on centers. Um, so it's a good discussion. How do the Mavs pivot? Listen, maybe they come back and win the next four and I look like an idiot for uh, proclaiming their season over and looking into their offseason. But I don't think it's happening. Uh, I could not believe they opened favorite against the Warriors. Uh, down 0-3, they sounded defeated. I think they probably come out with a strong first quarter and then Golden State pulls away. But I think you guys are going to like this talk about the Mavericks and their future. Obviously, we're going to save the Warriors because there's plenty to do on Golden State. But first, a quick fun note. I totally forgot this. And I did want to kind of wait a day to to drop it on you guys. And you know my history. I do not proclaim that I'm an insider. I do talk to a lot of people. Once I made the move from blog world to TV and radio and podcasting, you hear from more people. You see more people, you go to more sporting events, you're more recognizable, and this just kind of is the natural progression out here in L.A. Talk to a lot more people. The best high school football player in the country is named Arch Manning. He is probably one of the best quarterback prospects to come out since, I don't know what, Trevor Lawrence, Peyton Manning, Um, you name it. But Arch Manning is the real deal. Everybody's offering him the world with NIL. And I was with somebody who is very closely connected to the situation. According to Arch Manning, it's down to Georgia and Alabama, which should surprise nobody. But Texas Longhorns, out of the running. Like, don't waste your time getting excited. Don't try to get pumped up because of something you see on the internet. He ain't going to Texas. It's Georgia or Bama. I don't even know if it's an NIL situation. Uh, I, I just, I, I wonder if it's one of these, like, hey, who, who, who are we going to have on the outside, how's the offensive line? Like, who's going to better be equipped to just slide him right in as the starter? Obviously, listen, if one comes with $4 million NIL, the other only two, maybe his decisions make. But I'm told it's unequivocally down to Georgia and Alabama. And, you know, listen, you've seen the highlights of Arch Manning. I mean, the guy's ridiculous. I know his dad went to Tennessee. Arch Manning ain't going to Tennessee. I know Vols fans are not holding out hope. The reality is Alabama Georgia are on top of the sports world in college football right now. Uh, you got Nick Saban. Nick Saban stirring up the pot recently with Texas A&M. I don't know if Saban maybe doesn't feel great about where Manning, where, where his situation is. I, we'll see. Uh, I don't have a I don't have a wager on either Georgia or Alabama at this point. But I'm told from someone who was very very close to the situation very recently, those are the only two only two schools vying for Arch Manning. Now back to our regularly scheduled. NBA playoff breakdown already in progress. Um, I think that we can agree, guys. Celtics are going to beat the Heat, right? Which sets up a Celtics-Warriors finals. And I know we're putting the cart ahead of the horse, but this could be could be the first Memorial Day weekend with no NBA, really. Game 7 would be Monday for Heat-Celtics. We could still get there, but I, I don't know that we get there. The Tyler Hero injury, Jimmy Butler did not look right. Kyle Lowry was back to not looking good. And just all in all, it was it was just not a good performance from the Heat from the jump. Now, maybe you'll say, hey, they had Bird in hand. They went there. They got a game. They're good. Uh, they'll be rested. I just look at this Boston team. We knew Tatum was going to bounce back. That was obvious. But Robert Williams is a game changer inside for them. Derek White open. I think he had the first seven points of the game. Now, he didn't shoot it well the Western way. Jalen Brown did not shoot it well. Boston overall... Just did not. I mean, they shot 39% from the field, only hit 27% of their threes. I'm sorry, 
But look at the foul disparity. Celtics made 32 free throws. The Heat, 8. I mean, Jason Tatum almost doubled the number of free throws the Heat made. Miami was content to settle for jumpers. Couldn't really create their own shot without Tyler Hero out there. And if they don't have Hero in Game 3, like, guys, I don't know. I mean, even at home, I don't know that you can make a case for Miami. It's tough not to like the Celtics in this series. They would then match up with the Heat, a team that, you know, I'm sorry, they would match up with the Warriors, a team they actually, I, I listen, I know the Warriors are going to be favored. But if you just look at what Boston can do defensively, switching everything, this is a major problem for the Warriors. Marcus Smart, Defensive Player of the Year, I think you probably start with him on Curry. Uh, Jalen Brown on Clay. Uh, you know, I, I'm sure Wiggins and Tatum will see one another, but you're going to see switching everything on the perimeter and their defenders can hang. And Robert Williams is going to be the backline defense. Like Golden State, I saw a stat. They're making, or they made 72% of layups and dunks so far in this series. Dallas has no rim protection. That will not be the case if Robert Williams is healthy. He is a, I mean, just shot blocking machine on the interior. And even if he doesn't block it, he's altering shots the way like Mutombo used to and Alonzo Mourning back in the day. I'm dating myself here. But I don't know. I, I don't think the Warriors are a slam dunk over the Celtics. I'm not ready because we're going to need material for next week um, to proclaim, you know, Warriors win. What does this do for Steph Curry's legacy? Hashtag legacy. Um, the legacy debate will rage. I am kind of excited at the prospect of Steph Curry winning a finals MVP. He will have all of the hardware. The Warriors will have one with Curry now. Is it four? Yeah. Two with Durant, one before Durant, and now another one. And folks, I just want to remind people, Jonathan Kuminga is barely playing in this series. You know he at times has been a valuable uh, brimming stud coming off the bench. Now, the Marcus Moody, the rookie, has actually played more in this series than Kuminga because he's a more value on the on the wing. Kuminga probably a little young to guard Luka. I'm just going to remind you guys, assuming they don't move him, James Wiseman, who's barely played in the NBA but has all of the tools. I think he's missed this entire season or almost all of it. He's going to be back next year. So, this Warriors team, I know they're going to go into the luxury tax, but guess what? If they win the championship, who cares? Do you think the owners care? Another title? They're just going to be printing money in Golden State. They do the best TV ratings of any team in the league. They still have Curry. They got Clay. Are they going to have to pay Jordan Poole, obviously? This team is, you know, on the, in hindsight, you know, all these people bashing Andrew Wiggins look stupid, but, you know, Andrew Wiggins has been very good for this team. And if you really want to look forward to what the Warriors are going to do, I mean, I thought they would probably look to move on from uh, Wiggins and, and, you know, next year Kuminga slides into his spot. I don't think the way Wiggins is playing so far that you could just anticipate that that's going to happen. I don't think they're ready to move on from Wiggins, guys. He's been that good. Now, listen, uh, is he playing above his pay grade? Sure. Do the Warriors have the highest payroll in the league? Yes. That being said, you can't just lose Wiggins and get nothing back. He is an expiring after next season. He makes Andrew Wiggins is going to make $33 million next year. Look, Listen to this Warriors payroll for next season. This is insane. Curry, 48. Clay, 40. Wiggins, 33. 
Draymond 25, Wiseman 9.6, Kuminga 5.7, Looney free agent. I guess they'll have to lose him. Moody uh, on the rookie deal. Igudala will be done. Otto Porter probably not come back. He's been pretty good. Um, JTA, Gary Payton. I think that they like those guys. They'll probably bring them back. And you're like, wait a minute, Jay, you didn't mention Jordan Poole. Yeah, he's $3.9 million. That's it. Find me a better deal than Jordan Poole in the league right now. And then he's got the qualifying offer of 5.8 the following year. So they'll eventually have to pay Jordan Poole sooner than later. You obviously don't want to lose him. He is your bridge from Curry and Clay to the next, you know, if there's a Poole, Kuminga, Wiseman trio. I, I, again, I don't know that to be the case, but when you want to spin it forward, that's what Golden State's looking at. I'm just saying, this team doesn't appear to be going anywhere. And that is the scary prospect. Like the West, a lot of guys. Denver's going to be there. I like Denver's prospect next year when Jamal Murray's back in MPJ. I like the Clippers. I mean, I don't like the Clippers, but the Clippers will be back. They will be a force in the West. Memphis ain't going nowhere. Minnesota's on the come up. You know, Utah, we'll see what they do to try to pivot on the fly. Uh, likely more, more likely to dump Gobert than um, part ways with Donovan Mitchell unless they get an incredible haul. Like, I don't know, if one of the top three picks came to you and said Donovan Mitchell for this and some more, do you listen if you're U- Utah? I mean, I... I don't know how you don't, you know, the, the Mitchell-Gobert thing hasn't worked. I, I would love to get out from Gobert's contract, but nobody's giving you a top three pick for Rudy Gobert. Um, so, you know, Utah, we'll see. There's just so many teams. Who did I forget? Phoenix? Uh, Dallas with Luka Doncic? Like, the West is stacked. And guys, I've gone through, what, seven, eight teams? And I, did I mention the Lakers? You know, like, LeBron and AD, they got to get something done. They, they got to move on from Russell Westbrook somehow. So what what appeared to be like a eh, kind of blase NBA offseason is suddenly getting spicy. You got Zach Levine waiting in the wings, perhaps. DeAndre Ayton looks like he may be on his way out. And uh, again, like it, it is a salary cap situation the Warriors are going to have to deal with. I mean, maybe they win the title and say, hey, we can we save some money. We'll move on from Wiggins. But I don't I think that's going to be tougher then you think, because how do you replace what Wiggins has done in these playoffs, guys? He has been, has he been their second best player? Because Clay and Poole have been incredibly unreliable. And, you know, tonight, I think you have to bet Golden State. Um, I know the inclination will be, well, Dallas shows up, they're not going to get swept. Like, I, <laughs> I think it's Golden State or pass. If you're going to look to props for anybody, it's going to be Steph Curry delivering the dagger. I would bet his points and assists combo in case they say we're not going to lose to Steph and he's making, you know, another 11 assists. But Wiggins in the opening round only averaged 14, but he shot 60% on threes. Second round averaged 15 and seven. And this round, 20, set, 20 and seven. You know, he's been better than Clay. It's weird. He's ascending in every series. Clay has been descending in every series. And I don't mean to trash Clay Thompson. Obviously, he's a warrior for life, blah, blah, blah. All right, guys, without further ado, let's get to today's guest. It's Mike Fisher, a.k.a. Fish Sports. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. 
Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. All right, let's welcome into Straight Fire, a guy who is very popular on Twitter. He goes by Fish Sports. He covers a lot of Cowboys, but what's been interesting to me is his Mavericks takes, firing on all cylinders, getting people worked up. Mike Fisher, 105.3 The Fan. How are you, man? Good. I'm not trying to be hot takey at all. <laughs> um, There's we, nothing we wrong with that. that. As you know, we've done DallasBasketball.com for 23 years. It's the granddaddy yeah. of Mavericks websites. And now, of course, with our Sports Illustrated affiliation, uh, yeah. There's a zillion people paying attention to it. And I have allowed myself over the years, unlike my NFL coverage with the Cowboys, where I'm just a just an observer of the scene. But the Mavericks, I cheat a little bit. And I am a Mavericks fan uh, and have been for a long time. And so, yes, that does. It's not hot takey. It's it's a legitimate uh, unhappiness over some yeah. of the things that have happened in this series. And it's weird to hear unhappiness when you are early, right, on the on the Western Conference Finals. I don't think many had the Mavs here. Now, I, I've been a champion of Luka and the Mavs, but we would say they've arrived ahead of schedule, no? Yeah. Um, now, the the back-to-back-to-back first-round losses were disappointing, but as you know, you, you have to develop scar tissue to yeah. get here. In fact, interestingly, Luka said last night, I'm, I'm learning. I'm 23. Mm, it's the first yeah. time I've been here. I'm learning. And I thought it was a very mature admission about somebody's own immaturity. Uh, that Most of us, when we're 23, think, especially if you're like one of the five best players in the world, you probably thought you had all the answers. I know you did. I know you well enough. <laughs> when you were 23, you thought you were king of the world. Yes, I thought that at uh, 13, 23, 33. <laughs> so, so Luca is almost king of the world and still recognizes he's got so much to learn now. Unfortunately, along comes... Uh, the human hebroid, Skip Bayless, to poke fun at uh, Luca's admission that he doesn't know everything. Not unlike Skip Bayless's poking fun at Dak Prescott a year ago for admitting that he deals with depression, suggesting that that's not very manly. Uh, For Skip Bayless to be talking about somebody else's education and somebody else's manliness is, I'll just say, ironic? (laughs) I I don't know. I heard the press conference and... For the first time all postseason, I didn't hear confidence from Luca. Like, yeah. you know, we've had an awesome run, but it almost sounded like a concession speech. Like, hey, listen, we we knocked off the number one seed. Everybody had the Suns winning the championship. We beat them, and I'm only 23. There's only so much I can do, and I got to defend the guy a little bit. You know, I know they got here, and a lot of people want to say, well, Trey Young got to the Eastern Conference Finals last year, and then they regressed this is a Mavs team that really had an awesome season and the future's bright, but Mike, and we'll get to it in a little bit. When you watch how this series unfolded, like the Mavs, they are missing. I would say their second best player, maybe in Tim Hardaway, or do you think think Brunson passed him this year? Uh, He would have been in the mix with that collection of guys. Now, frankly, and this is what the, the, the Mavericks have come to realize. They can't deny it anymore. The Warriors fourth best player would be the Mavericks second best player. Who's that Wiggins? Pick one. (laughs) <laughs> Clay, uh, I don't know if Clay's better than Brunson at this stage. Oh, oh uh, I, I, Clay Thompson can do things that, that nobody else on this team can do consistently. Hmm. Um, 
as a as a shooter from anywhere on the floor, he does things that this that these guys can't do. Um, these guys have a couple of two way players who are three and D guys in Dorian Finney Smith, who is a heart and soul guy. Good for him. And uh, along comes Reggie Block, and he's he's cut from the same cloth, except they can't dunk on your pumpkin heads like Wiggins can. So athletically, mm-hmm. they're not him. And then how many Draymond Greens are there in the world? Yeah, the, the, the it's, a t- it's a tough matchup. Um, yeah. But uh, uh, Mike, I want to ask. Oh, sorry. One more thing on, on the Hardaway. So I think back to last year's series with the Clippers. I did pick them to win that series. Um, I, I lost several bets. on It was it would have been an awesome hit for me. That being said, Hardaway was the second leading scorer in that series, shot 40% from three. Right. Outstanding. Now, Brunson was coming off the bench at the time. But I am curious, like, how would this series be different if they had Hardaway? Because I don't really know who they would have moved out of the rotation, like who would be playing less. Yeah, I, 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 would Bertans? I don't even know if Bertans would be playing. Would he? I mean, they're paying him sixteen million dollars. The uh, the emergence of of Brunson probably coordinates with mm-hmm. Tim Hardaway going down. That's a good point. That probably, first of all, it opened up a spot in the starting lineup, but that probably opened up the uh oh, somebody help us. And to Brunson's credit, uh, in a contract year, uh, he he's gone and made himself some money. Now, I do think now after three games, he's kind of like, like he's, he's like a bruised up fullback now because his mm. style of play and what this team needs from him requires him. Somebody's got to go to the basket around here. Yeah. So it's him, even though he's the smallest guy on the floor. And Luka Doncic, maybe he's got a little illness. Maybe his calf's bothering him. He's got a scratch on his face. His shoulder hurts. But Jalen Brunson's the guy who's going to live in a hot tub here as soon as this thing's over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know. I I, I want to ask, drill down just for a sec on Luca. I don't know. I don't really have a sense of what he's like as a person. I know you guys don't have great access. The NBA media has kind of been shafted. But I'm curious, uh, Luca in the locker room is, is this guy like a cocky guy from your experiences? Is he is he pretty down to earth? Is he humble? Does he? I mean, he was a teenager beating grown men in the top league outside of the NBA in the world. Um, I, what is he like as a, as a human? Yeah. Considering the fact, as you just said, when he was 13, he was better. He was the best 16 year old in the world. Yeah. When he was, when he was 16, he was one of the best 19 year olds in the world. Uh, and then, then also recognize how Americanized he became very early on when he was a teenager, he used to go to Sacramento and, and hang out. So, you know, that's not quite Hollywood, but it's, you know, he didn't know he was from Sylvania. What does he know? So, yeah. you know, candy bar. I, I I think he probably eats too many candy bars. You know, I think he likes, uh, there's no sense he has too many beers as, as I'm concerned, but you yeah. know, uh, he'll, he'll drink a beer or eat a candy bar. I think conditioning is something that he's going to get way better at. And this is going to be a very natural change for him because it occurs to every athlete when they wake up the next morning and they're sore, like they didn't used to be when they were 23 they go, okay, what do I do about that? And then Casey Smith, the trainer, says, well, as a matter of fact, I can tell you exactly what to do about it. And I bet you Luca's body when he's 28 is going to look different than it is now. So considering all the things that he is and all the things that he's accomplished, and keep in mind, when the first thing he said when he rolled into town was he'd like to get Jennifer Aniston's number. Really? So, yeah, so there's a, and, and he, so he knows how cute he is. Yeah, I don't that's, remember that's a funny that little thing. What he doesn't know, again, in Slovenia – they must just now be getting friends reruns. He doesn't uh, understand. Jennifer Anderson's like 80. 
I think. Now. Yeah. Nah, geez, so, that's hard. Something like like that. 50 maybe. Yeah, yeah. I haven't checked. Something like that. I'm not a big uh, friends guy. <laughs> uh, so he, he knows he's, he knows he's cute. He knows he's cool. And uh, I think he also knows that he gets a chance now to be a trendsetter for this next generation. Yeah, I, I mean, we've seen this with other guys, right? Giannis could not shoot free throws. Michael Jordan was not in the weight room until the Pistons beat him up. You know, like players mature. I think we're asking a lot of Luka because he's so damn good and putting up insane numbers and nobody can guard him. And he talked trash to the entire best team in the league and then knocked him out in game seven in their house. Like, he's doing things we just don't expect basketball players to do, right? Yeah, the trash talking is really funny. My friend oh, Brad Townsend, uh, who uh, is all over the Mavericks at Dallas Morning News, Wrote the other day, they were in Golden State, and he said, these fans are treating him like the villain. If only they understood. I'm like, no, no, Brad, now come on. Just because we like him, he is the villain. And he's going to be the villain for a long time, unless he goes a while without contending for a championship, at which point he will get the empathy of America. We'll all be on his, it'll it'll be a Barkley kind of thing, a Carl Malone kind of thing, a Brett Favre kind of thing. Oh, he deserves one. A Dirk Nowitzki kind of thing. Uh, But... His behavior on the floor, uh, not just his excellence, but his behavior earns him the tag of being the villain. He makes a shot and he turns to the crowd yeah, and I love baits it. them. He baits them before they can bait him. Now, again, if you know him a little bit, he thinks trash talk is fun. He's not trying to be a jerk. He thinks it's part of the fun of the game. He likes it when the other guys do it to him. He just thinks it's fun. But he does have a favorite phrase. And I can't say either one of these words on your family. No, you could say you could say anything. I mean, come on, anything flies on this. I mean, unless it's really, really vulgar, they'll probably believe it. It's really vulgar. The first word begins with an F, and the second word begins with a P. And he says he must say it twelve times a game. Wow, I like that. You look at him wrong. Yeah, you're a F P all the time. Uh, And and the reason he doesn't get punched, I think, is because the other players in the league understand he he just thinks it's fun. And so you say it back to him and we all have a good, fun chuckle. And then he scores 40 on you. And what was too bad about last night is, and I was at that game and I, you know, again, I, I, you can't root root, but I'm on press row with, I've got a little fist under the table. You know, just a little. Dang. Yeah. That was the quietest 40 points I've ever seen in a playoff game. Well, I think he had half of it in the fourth quarter, right? Or something like that. When it was kind of insignificant. Yeah. It was um, tough. Um, that Now, now, now this part about, the Mavs, I, I, don't, I hate to do a post-mortem before the series is over, but I think it's over. I think I saw a stat like the last 146 teams to go up 3-0 won, won, it, won the series. I, I, think, it's, I think it's zero. Uh, it, nobody's ever come back from 3-0? Yeah. Okay, fine. Let's do the post-mortem. Uh, yeah. So, Fish, I need to get... Uh, so the Ma- well, actually, we need to back up a little because the Mavs front office has gone through some some stuff in the last twelve months. Uh, they had Nelson, they had the uh, Harlebob gambler guy who's been booted. Mark Cuban is dealing with some brush fires. You've got the ongoing lawsuit. Um, I d- I don't know if the Mavs I, they could take multiple routes here. Do you just say you know what we got to the conference finals, we run it back, which is kind of the Hawks what they did, and we saw how that worked out. Um, they can do some sort of, you know, sign and trade with Brunson. Maxi Kleber this summer will be an expiring. Dwight Powell will be expiring. Could you package those two? Um, they've got options, right? That's a good thing. But the bad thing is, how do they get Fish a number two? Right? Giannis has Middleton as his two. True right. Holiday's his three. Okay. Um, you know, Tatum, Brown, and Smart are a good trio. 
Butler, Bam, and and Tyler Hero. You go on down the list. Jokic, Murray, Michael Porter. Um, LeBron, Anthony Davis, question mark. Um, so I don't even know if Brunson's really a two. He kind of strikes me no, as a no. three. Would he's you say he's close. a three? Yeah, he's not even. And again, I, I, I have a great deal of respect for what he's done. This is a second-round draft pick. Right. He's and, exceeded and, all expectations. Uh, very much so. To his great credit, Rick Carlisle, the day he showed up, said he, he's, a, he's a professional basketball player. The day they drafted him. That's how he handles himself as a person at Villanova, the national titles, all the rest. But, no, he listen, he might be a number six. No, come on. You don't think he's at least a three? On a, on a if he's your third game? best play, if, yeah, if he's your third best. I mean, Drew Holiday, remember, was I think a two to Anthony Davis's one in New Orleans. They could never go anywhere. Then he becomes a three, and presto, it's like, oh, my gosh, this team is awesome. Um, but then he had to be a two when Middleton got hurt, and he really couldn't be the number two guy. I mean, the Brunson plan, has the, the original plan for Brunson was because he was going to lead the bench mob. Mm, he was going to yeah, be the point guard coming off the bench, and then he exceeded out, yeah. expectations. Now the mm. Knicks obviously are hot on him, and uh, I think his dad likes that idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Knicks, the Knicks are going to have to take a really hard look at whether or not he's because in New York, what, what he not only. A two, he's tied for a one, the way that roster might be structured. Uh, the Mavericks privately insist they have no plans. First of all, they're not going to cooperate, they say, on a sign-and-trade. I think they what? think they're going to keep Brunson. But but your your point is good. So you keep Brunson. So how do you get better? Oh, we love uh, Dwight Powell. Okay, great. but how do you get better? Uh, I don't think... I don't think sitting on this and saying we're gonna, this particular roster is simply going to grow into being a LeBron-esque, you know, super team. That's not, that's not happening. Hmm. And at this moment, we're not in a super team moment, but that is coming back. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews 
with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. There is a sentiment that the super team era is kind of over because it's very difficult to fashion the rest of your roster outside of the big three. Um, you know, the Warriors kind of pivoted quickly. The Clippers' third guy, I, I you could argue, is like Reggie Jackson, who was borderline like out, on his way out of the league like three years ago. Um, is there is there a scenario where Luca Hardaway Brunson are your big three? I don't think how that how on paper does that beat uh, going just going over the recent years, going what the Clippers had. Yeah, uh, on paper, that's not even close to LeBron and. AD again, that didn't work for a lot of reasons. Uh, what you just said about Miami, what you just said about Boston, what you just said about Denver. Um, you know, I, I think those are mountains to climb just like the Owen three hole is a mountain to climb. Okay. I do think that, that the Mavericks learned something and maybe we should take uh, a lesson from all this too. Remember they win the title and then the aforementioned Donnie Nelson and Mark Cuban together decided and it was the hardest thing it was i think it was my the hardest decision mark cuban ever made here we're going to break up this championship team why because we 
we know we caught lightning in a bottle. Yeah. We know that this group can't do it again. And those players were so pissed when they were basically told, listen, you're, that wasn't really us. You can't really do that again. Jason Terry, you're not going to really be better than LeBron James. You're just better at one time. JJ Barea, you're not going to be better than LeBron James either. Uh, uh, Chandler, goodbye, goodbye, Chandler. Goodbye. Uh, it would have been much easier for Cuban to say, you know what? We want a title. I'm just going to sit in the, we're just going to keep having the parade go round and round and round. I'm going to bring everybody back and who cares what they do. Instead, they broke up the gang to try to do it again. I think that is a lesson here. Uh, I, I think, I think you break up the gang and go when you recognize that we're not good enough and they're not good enough. Okay. Okay. Let's take take a time out there, Mike, break up the gang. Easier said than done. Like well, I would oh. love to. I would love to dump some of these guys. Like in hindsight, the Bertans deal does not look great. Now he's had his moments, but you could also say he's kind of unplayable against the Warriors. Uh, he's on the hook next year, sixteen, then seventeen, then the player option, which you know he's taken. Um, I, th- I guess Dinwiddie could be moved, but I floated this on the pod yesterday. Like, is there a scenario where they kind of try to? You know, Jalen Brunson to the Knicks. Can you give us Julius Randle in return? Now, I don't know how they would feel about that, but Julius Randle, can he be a two? He was a number one on a Knicks team that got to the playoffs, but they couldn't get out of the first round. Randle as your small ball five? Yeah, giving you some Julius offense? from DFW, so a lot of people like that idea. The Mavericks organization has never been in love with that idea. Uh, at least the previous administration never was. Uh, your point about... By the way, about doing a postmortem, note that Jason Kidd said it last night, too. He said he talked about how you, you got to go through this to get there. And, and and it was a concession speech. He knows they're not winning the series. So it's OK that we're having this conversation. OK, we're talking about what we're talking about here is how do you lure somebody here? Um, if if nobody wants to come here, it doesn't matter if you trade for them. They'll just they'll just pull a James Harden and just say yeah. no. Well, wait, def- uh, Fish, define nobody wants to come here. Is that well, Dallas okay. is not an attractive free agent destination or it playing with Luka can heart. be difficult? And and again, there's circumstances that explain every one of them. But this organization has finished second on sup- on Superstar Pursuits a lot and third, yeah. Bridesmaids a lot. So well, that was the Lakers uh, forever too. Pardon me? The Lakers kind of went through that for a good 10 years. And the Knicks have been going through it for 15, maybe. The the, the Knicks are a great example of, you would think that New York is attractive. um, And maybe it doesn't work that way. But the Lakers, let's take, I mean, you're taking a little bit of a microscopic view. Let's take a more telescopic view. The Lakers for 60 years have been, that's just not fair. The Lakers for 60 years. And one of the reasons is, and I've said this to Cuban, he kind of thinks it's funny. If if I recruit you to the Lakers, you get to live in Malibu, take a helicopter to practice, and when practice is over, you get to go be an executive producer on a movie. <laughs> I said to Cuban, get me an ocean and a mountain, and I yeah. bet you people will come here. Uh, but, you know, Dallas, listen, I mean, I'm, I chose to live here. I've lived here for 33 years. I wouldn't change a thing. I, I bet you, you, I bet you, you like Dallas and DFW, North Texas, but it doesn't have that same appeal. I mean, it just doesn't. I, I might think it does, and you might think it does, but the record shows that it does well, not. Well, I, again, I know that tax purposes matter to a lot of guys. That being said, I'm looking at the 2011 roster with Dirk, and we're looking at 
clutch role players like veteran Peja, veteran uh, Jason Terry, Sean Marion, the Matrix, uh, was in like his 11th season. Jason Kidd was like 35. Yeah. Uh, Haywood, Chandler, you could get veterans around your star guy in Dirk. I mean, going by the one, two, three theory, I don't even know who was the number two on that team. Yeah, I mean, on a, was it was it Butler? Jason Kidd's, I mean, Jason Kidd's a Hall of Famer, um, but there was nights when he was he was it was just uh, driving the train. He just had his hands on the wheel. Um, maybe it's good that that team took turns, but again, it was fluky. And I say that I love that team, and and I, I'm an admirer of those guys, and I'm friendly with a bunch of those guys, but they they caught lightning in a bottle. And, and they know they did. The other thing they did, and this is why, you know, how patient you want to be in the Luca era. Because, you know, Dirk was here for 20 years, and now it still seems like it went by really fast. They they did the paperclip to a house trade system back then. They, If you look at how that Maverick team was built, um, it was, it, you know, I traded a paperclip for a pen. I traded a pen for a computer i traded a computer for a car and i traded the car for a house i mean you know antoine walker was how you got jason kidd i mean jason terry and mm. you know at the time nobody thought it was very lopsided it turned out to be terribly lopsided uh so you know uh, the uh, the acquisition of tyson chandler remember he had the foot problem yeah nope uh so they were trying to hit a home run that summer and i remember when that happened i was in new york when it happened as a matter of fact and I, I wrote and did on the radio. I said, you know, they, they, they got a bunch single. They got Tyson Chandler. Well, his foot was fine. He should have probably gotten way more votes for defensive player of the year, but then he never did that again. Never mm-hmm. quite did that again. So yeah, give me some paper clips turning into houses. I'm all for it, but it happened once here. There's a reason they only won one title. It's because it's it's t- really first of all, to turn paper clips into houses. Yeah, it's tough to win championships. I mean, no <laughs> you know, how many teams? Yeah. In the, I mean, last I don't know in this century, how many teams have won titles? Like maybe six. I, I don't even know the total number. But Mike, I, the other thing I need to ask is this rumor out there that Cuban and the Mavs front office is desperate for some kind of rim protector big guy, i.e., Rudy Gobert or perhaps DeAndre Ayton. Is there any truth to that, that they want, need, slash a big guy? Yeah, Thinking back to... And this, uh, we don't want any tampering here, but they have always been admirers of Rudy Gobert. Oh, jeez. Now, and here's why you're odd-geezing it, I bet. We're, we live in a time where if you can't shoot a three, you're, you're far too one-dimensional yeah. most of the time. So you better be really good at your one-dimensional. Uh, Jason Kidd, uh, after the Utah series where the Mavericks won, said, you know, this can be different against the Suns. They have centers who can actually score. (laughs) And he wasn't trying to be mean. I know. He was just just being factual. Uh, So, you know, how many one-dimensional guys, you know, Rudy Gobert, you go in and block a shot. Okay, now you come out. we got to put Maxi Kleba in so he can shoot. That's mm. that's imperfect, certainly. Yeah, I, I just, I, I mean, I, I, you know, there's some chatter out there that, oh, uh, I think Rudy Gobert's agent lives in Dallas, and there's just a lot of connections with Gobert and the Mavs. I just wonder, like, if you look, Fish, at the teams next year that are at the top of the West, I, the two that I see obviously are the Warriors, and they don't have a center. Kevon Looney maybe plays 20 minutes a night. And then the other team, I think, is going to be the Clippers next year. People are sleeping on them bouncing back, but Kawhi healthy, Paul George healthy, 
Uh, they barely play a center. They've got all wings. And then, of course, you got, you know, Jokic being the only big guy with Murray and Porter. But, I mean, again, like, I, I just don't see the infatuation with the center. And are you really giving up shooting for a center? Well, you if you want to give me DeAndre Ayton, that's a different conversation. No, I don't. I have no intel on what he wants or what he thinks or whatever. Well, wait, he he wants the world. <laughs> DeAndre okay. wants all the, he said he's settling for nothing under a max and you're giving him a max deal. Yes. <gasps> wow. Had, had the, Why? Had the, and Monty Williams coach of the year had the Phoenix Suns given him the ball. They might've beat, they would have beaten the Mavericks. The Mavericks okay. Okay. All right. Well, I, I did an entire podcast last week. I read a story on DeAndre Ayton and his video game obsession and how he stays up until five in the morning. This is a real story. He gave quotes and everything to ESPN. He stays up until four or 5 a.m. playing video games, talking to his family back in the Bahamas. And it, when he was suspended a couple years ago during the pandemic, he was literally playing video games around the clock. And like, he's obsessed with it. And you start to wonder, like, this is not a guy who's calling for the ball. Like, is the work ethic there, Fish, if he's playing video games literally every night? And again, this is not like scurrilous rumors. This is yeah. DeAndre Ayton, like, hey, come do a story on me playing video games all the friggin' time. And I just wonder, is that some guy? You want to pay a young guy max money like that? And then, you know, Kobe Bryant is in the building early. All the hardworking guys, John Stockton, Steph Curry, these guys are tireless, first in, last out kind of guys. Like, that stuff kind of matters. I don't know if Aiden's that dude. I'm not sniffing uh, a max deal for that guy. Yeah, and we, I throw Dirk Nowitzki into that group of guys who, yeah. who with help, made himself into a player through work ethic. Uh, yeah, James Harden Dirk, doesn't have it, right? Uh, James Harden, and, and again, I, don't, I, I hope I'm not speaking out of school. I don't know James Harden. But it seemed to me that he said, I want out of Houston. Well, no, we want you to stay here. Well, then I'm going to go to a strip club and gain 40 pounds. Mm-hmm. That's real. Like, he just loves the clubs. Like, that's his damn. And I get it. You're a 31-year-old multi-multi-millionaire. You love women coming at you. Like, come on. You're James Harden. Believe and, me. And, like, you look the at Ben Simmons. Thing, I, Jason, like, you're talking to the wrong guy about the video game thing. Uh, I, used to I like video Madden games. Until my nine-year-old started beating me, then I quit playing Madden. <laughs> now, I can still dominate your ass on Ms. Pac-Man. Oh, jeez. But I don't know where I've, you know, that was 40 years ago. So... I, I can't make uh, an intelligent, uh, have an intelligent discussion on Aiton and video games. I, I would say that I don't want you to, you're a young, just a young pup. I don't want you to sound out of touch. I think a lot of them play video games. A lot of guys yeah. play video games. Well, no, they, the, yes, yes. A lot of guys, no, undeniably, guys play video games. But playing until four or five in the morning. Yeah. And then he said in the story, he wakes up, has breakfast, plays another round of video games before practice. And I'm like, I, I just don't know how that's going to fly, man. Um, I, I would I like to think, here, let me put it to you this way, and this is a sports thing, you've heard it before. I think a coach would want to take DeAndre. I, I'll, I'll coach him. I, I'll coach him up. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, the seven-foot center, uh, the guy who runs a 4-2, right, the left-handed pitcher, I'll, I can coach that guy. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a long time before they give up on DeAndre Ayton. Okay, so 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 you think Aiton or Gobert is serious? You you less like the Julius Randle. What about a guy like John Collins from the Hawks, who yeah. ain't going to be a number two, but man, he is a good big who can step out and hit threes. I don't think he's uh, a great three point the, shooter. The, or, the organization likes John Collins. Yes, yeah, that that'd be a yes. Now again, you know, um, you're we're trying to find you're trying to find me a a big who's not a 
not a lumbering, one-dimensional, and John Collins has a couple dimensions. Yeah. So that can work. But I now, still go back to yeah, he's making to, oof, he's making a lot of money. I didn't realize yeah. that. But I still go back to can I get you to want to come here? <clears throat> and Dirk, God bless him, was never, you know, didn't play AAU ball. So he's, so he's not friends with the fellas. He never got on a banana boat with the other superstars. Uh, he um, He's not from here. I don't think everybody understood what it is he was building when he was building himself. And he didn't go to the clubs with the guy. So Dirk did not feel comfortable recruiting. And maybe that's too bad, or maybe he was being honest with himself. Luca needs to recruit. Mm. Luca and the Mavericks need okay. to tell people, watch what I do to your career if you come play with me. And if the Mavericks don't do that, they will not succeed. Luca needs to be a magnet in a way that Dirk, God bless him, never was. Well, Fish, that we can wrap on this final question. And that what you just said makes sense, but it's not good news. You know who I heard that about? Hey, LeBron, can you recruit guys to Cleveland? Because the front office can only get you, you know, 34-year-old Shaq and 33-year-old yeah. Antoine Jameson. And you know what happened two years later? LeBron was gone. Yeah. Um, I, I Again, I asked earlier about Luka because I want to get the kind of idea, like, if Cuban can't build around him, can't lure guys to Dallas, do you think Luka bounces? Now, we heard this with Giannis. Well, they can't get anyone in Milwaukee. The front office succeeds with plucking Drew Holiday. They got a little lucky with Middleton, who, by the way, they didn't draft. They traded for, I think, either draft night or afterward. Um, but, yeah, there's some luck involved. But there, I would say there's more pressure on the front office to land guys than Luka recruit guys. Because then you potentially set up for a LeBron redux, no? Or if you, is that if you have the right guy like Dirk and Giannis, and this is a, this is a very 1950 Middle America thing, although it's Germany and Greece, and and there's some level of loyalty. You believed in me, I, and so I'm going to reward you. When they brought Dirk here, this city did a good job. Donnie mm -hmm. Nelson, in particular, uh, who now is the scroud scroud. Donnie Nelson made this little Germany around here yeah. for Dirk, uh, created a comfort zone for Dirk Nowitzki. I, I'm pretty sure that that's happened in Milwaukee, that mm. he feels like it's home, Giannis does. And so that's got to be part and parcel with what the Mavericks and Luca do together. They need to make this Lucaville. Mm. Uh, while well, at the same time, not making him feel like he's so all-powerful that he gets to determine, hey, I, I think we should change the logo. I mean, there's, there's got to be certain limits to it, but to make him feel like this is home. And as he gets older, he, he gets to be the daddy. Yeah. Uh, that, that's, that's the way to make this happen. Believe me, you're, you're not off base. Mavericks fans will, will have a little trickle of urine going down their leg when they think <laughs> about what, what if we don't please Luca over the course of the next few years. Yeah. Uh, all right. He is Mike Fisher. Fish Sports is his Twitter handle, 105.3 The Fan. Hey, man, thanks for taking the time. Good luck. It feels like the Mavs are going to be very active this summer. It's going to be busy, busy time for you and uh, your social media handles and all that stuff. Well, we'll have Mavs fun at DallasBasketball.com, our, our Cowboys stuff at CowboysSI.com, and then uh, I'm on uh, YouTube as well with the Fish Report, which we do a million times a day. So if you're a Dallas sports guy, uh, I appreciate you helping to introduce what we do, even though I've been doing it for 40 years and this is yeah. my first in it's time on your show, whatever. We'll see you again in 40 more years. Yeah. Hey man, congrats <laughs> on the YouTube channel too, man. My kids uh, are, are on YouTube way too much. And uh, that's one thing I've lacked. I haven't really gone on there, but you're crushing it, man. Keep up the good work, Mike. Thanks brother. I appreciate you.
Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.